You're listening to a Big Finish production. Ace! Oh, what a night. <laughs> Late November back in 61. <laughs> This is the Big Finish podcast, released the 12th of August, 2018. Q, Nick and Benji. Ah, this is the podcast for you, all right. Lots of great Big Finish audio drama stuff to tingle your ear thing. I'm Benji Clifford. Time now for the return, yes, the return of Nick Briggs. Yes, you've already heard me, so it's not a surprise. <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't, didn't think about that. Where's the fireworks? I thought we were having a huge... <laughs> Look, how about that? A cough on cue. Oh, lovely. That was perfect, that was. Just just to hammer it home that you've been away. Nick, I've it's, been ill. It's so nice to have you back in the chair. Well, it's lovely to be back in the chair, and sorry to, to leave you alone and, and with Jamie. Although, you know, Jamie, I thought, did a sterling job, Jamie Anderson. He did Jamie a fantastic job. He's a, a, thoroughly, the... a thoroughly nice man, a top chair. Isn't he? And uh, yes. did did the job uh, superbly. Well, barely a day goes by without uh, Jamie and I having a chat normally in some form or another. And he's been keeping an eye on me and texting me and saying, how are you feeling today? Well, that's it. You know, it's. Uh, I think the other thing as well is that, you know, there's so many people uh, have been sending kind wishes to you uh, via uh, Twitter and Facebook and and uh, you know everybody has been thinking about you and wanting the best for you. So it's really nice to to know that you're, you're here you and you're, you're back and doing your thing. And, yes, uh, yeah. I mean just to explain, I, I'll get it out of the way the explanation because I, I feel such a fraud. I mean it's nothing serious. I've just had the most awful cold virus, and it got some complications. Uh, and uh, yeah, so I just needed a chest X-ray and then eventually to take some antibiotics. And it's still. Slightly, as you might be able to tell from my voice, clinging on to me now, but I am now sort of compass mentis, whereas I was last week, I was only just about able to write a script for you to work <laughs> yeah. from, but I just couldn't do the whole being me in front of a microphone. Anyway, coming up, all your favourite Big Finish podcast things in a moment, the latest releases reviewed by people saying nice things. Hold on, I thought I heard some violins playing for my sad tale of illness there. Shut up and get on with it, Briggs. Then the Big Finish news, some awesome stuff there. Really awesome. Then listeners' emails, our guest star interview with Bernice Summerfield herself and others. Uh, Lisa Bauman, of course, I'm talking about. Not the others. She is Bernice Summerfield. The Randomoid Selectatron returns and then then we'll give you a 15-minute drama tease of this week's Seventh Doctor Adventure. I did that in a bit of a John Purdy. Seventh Doctor, seventh Doctor Adventure. Yes, quite. It's Red Planets by Una McCormack, script edited by Guy Adams, directed by Jamie Anderson, and naturally starring uh, Sylvester McCoy, Sophie Aldred and Bonnie Langford. I also produced it, if we're mentioning everyone who was there. And Freddie was on reception and... Uh, <laughs> Harold was <laughs> sweeping the floors afterwards. A thoroughly nice man. Lord Harold. Lovely guy. Lovely Harold. guy. Harold be thy name. <laughs> thy kingdom. No, we're not going. Um, that, that is all coming up later on. But now, of course, it's time to get your head around the latest releases. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Coming up this week, Torchwood Deadbeat Escape. Featuring Murray Melvin as Billis Manger. The latest Big Finish original, Jeremiah, born in time by Nigel Planer, and, of course, it's Doctor Who Short Trips Flight into Hull by Joe Lidster, starring Camille Kaduri as Rose's mum, Jackie Tyler. Just having a cough, sweet. <coughs> uh, Torchwood. 
Hello? Hello? Is anyone in there? Hello? It's, it's about your tap. Hello? Torturer Deadbeat Escape. Blocked to Who says Deadbeat Escape is a beautifully pl- blues. Yes, it's very easy for me to say that with a cough sphere. <laughs> <laughs> a beautifully like a performed. <laughs> a beautifully performed script with a small but very strong cast. You're welcome to go out onto the terrace if you like. I believe it's rather pleasant in the summer. No thanks. Probably for the best. In this weather you might catch your death. Yeah. Are you the only one on duty? For my sins. Shall I see about the drink? On Twitter, Joey Woodcock says, A Torchwood like Torchwood story, but this becomes a real proper villain. I really loved the ending. Brilliant idea for a time travel horror. Do you see how he did bullet points there? Yeah, I was actually, I was admiring Bam! that. Bam! A Torchwood like Torchwood story. I was thinking, why don't people use bullet points more in terms of like, like, breaking up like a, it looks a little bit more fun than a full stop doesn't it but that's just me yeah it's like a bigger full stop suspended in midair it is it's aesthetically pleasing isn't it mm. like a chair almost as aesthetically pleasing as the ampersand which I sent you that oh, BBC that ideas uh, information about that everything you ever wanted to know about the ampersand it's just perfect it just did the job for me I just thought yep now I know now that that, that avenue of curiosity in my mind has, has been fully closed off I can sleep knowing truth yeah it's true isn't it look it look it up folks at the bbc ideas type that into the interweb they've got some fantastic interesting videos all sorts of different opinions and people talking about um what you'd call stuff (laughs) well it's it's got lots of lots of uh, concepts isn't it and things like that and what ifs and and yeah. uh, interesting stuff. No, yeah. I, 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 I dig that. I dig that channel, man. I think it's pretty cool. Back to Torchwood Deadbeat Escape, if you've forgotten. Indie Mac user says, Murray Melvin is at his creepy best in the role here. This is a perfect example of how Torchwood in Big Finish form has made use of every aspect of the TV show, managing to magnify one episode characters into whole new worlds to explore. This is what Big Finish makes possible, and Torchwood is riding high in this format in wonderful stories like this. 10 out of 10. Sorry, there's a drill in the background. I don't know whether you can hear it. That's the drill of Rassilon, isn't it? You know the drill. <laughs> hey, like it. Jeremiah Born in Time. Blogter Who says, A planer's tale hits everything it needs to in the right place to deliver something fresh to the genre of time travel stories. The planer referred to there is Nigel Planer. I never knew he had a tail. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> planer's tail. He's, a, he's there with a tail. Whack it. hitting things. everything, but luckily gets it all in the right place. Oh, well done. Yes, yeah, so he no- normally keeps it tucked away. No, no, I didn't know that. Oh, interesting. There it is, number 23. Those must be the guest beds there on the first floor. Do you see? Look, you can see the backs of the dressing table mirrors in the window. Right, OK. Now, I may only be able to detain Mr Briggs for a short while. By all reports, he is a cantankerous old man, so you will need to be quick. Yeah, cool. The word is yes, not yeah. And the situation is not cool. It is jolly well bracing. Do please at least try to sound as if you belong here in 1910. Okay, okay. I mean, yes, indeed. 
Sorry, Phyllis. I mean, Mrs. Stokesmart. Um, one of our most faithful Twitter followers, uh, Jeanette Stent, says, uh, la- a latest listen from Big Finish is the brilliant Jeremiah Born in Time. Creative, created, created, and masterfully written. How many times was it created? Well... <laughs> Created, created, created. I, I, I had to give myself a chance to, to say it properly, otherwise it would sound weird. Created, cremated, cr- cr- created. Crema- <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me laugh. I'll just cough. Oh dear. Created and massively written by Nigel Planer. Really enjoyed. That's a sentence witty- we're not going to forget in a hurry, isn't it? Well, would you like me to say it again for you? Um, no. <laughs> uh, really enjoyed this witty, fast-moving time travel romp, and what a terrific cast! Love the theme tune too. At Jamie Composer, that's Jamie Robertson. Hi, Jamie. Great stuff as always. Um, um, hope oh, there will be lots more. Well, so do I. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, awesome idea. Cool, cool box set. So yeah, absolutely. Well, not box at release. Cool release. Absolutely check it Keep out. Keep talking. I mean, by all means. <laughs> a woman and a boy about a room. I told them they're all taken. Oh. Well, why bring them in here, then? Good day, Mr Briggs. Yeah. Is it? A friend of mine, Mrs Amanda Virgilius, told me that you might have a room to let. Who? I've never heard of her. Virgilius? Yes, you have, contrary, if you'll beg my pardon disagreeing. Yeah. Sci-Fi Pulse says, Jeremy, Jer- I was going to say Jeremy Bourne. Jeremy, his, his, his brother. Jeremiah Bourne in time has the makings of a marvellous new range for Big Finish. The characters and universe are engaging. The top-notch cast, including Planer in the plum baddie role, is superb. Bring on volume two. Da-da-da-da. There it is. Who the hell do you think you are? Looking down your nose at me? You're the one who's broken. You used to be a good man. I used to like you, but you've got worse. Krista deserved a second chance and you destroyed her life just like you destroyed mine. You're a monster. Doctor Who short trips flight into Hull. Doctor Who Watch says flight into Hull is a fantastic follow-up to the siege of Big Ben. With these two stories, Joseph Lidster has not only helped to flesh out the more obscure part of Doctor Who universe, uh, he's also explored one of its more arguably underrated characters. Another great short trip from Big Finish. Tar. Red Rocket Rising says there's a rich complexity, (laughs) there it goes, to Jackie's character and Joe Lidster paints her with deft touches of dialogue. And I can only hope he got as much pleasure out of creating this as listeners must surely do when they listen. Another me had just transported onto the Zeppelin and was standing there with a flipping great space gun. And that's it for the latest releases this week, but we will be back with more very, very soon. Oh, yes. Coming up even sooner will be listeners' emails. Uh, Benji is getting very excited about that. Calm calm down, calm down. But now it's time for us to sponge ourselves down with a bit of lemon drizzle. uh, Because it's time for the flipping Big Finish news. That's the email bell. Is it? Sorry, I was getting excited. Um, I haven't got any other. In- I haven't got any other instruments to. to <laughs> that was the news bell this week. Yeah. The, it's a multitasking bell. That's the beauty. You know, it just does what it needs to on the tin. Uh, and and yeah, there we go. Uh, 
and in one of our more exciting Big Finish news segments, in living memory, we tease the beginning of Big Finish's 20th anniversary Doctor Who celebrations with Sylvester McCoy and Tom Baker. And there's more Sylvester McCoy in the main monthly range with Red Planets, plus the 11th Doctor Chronicles arrive, yes! First up, as part of our 20th anniversary celebrations, Big Finish is releasing a number of special titles. Sorry, the cops were quick on my tongue there. <laughs> releasing a number of special titles. Oh, nothing works. Um, special titles in 2019 and 2020, each focused on an incarnation of that Time Lord we all love and know so well. Full details will be unveiled at bigfinish.com this week, very, very soon, actually. Probably tomorrow. And November, tw- depending on when you're listening. November 2018, Sylvester McCoy's Seventh Doctor returns with two companions from the Virgin Books New Adventures of Doctor Who. Yasmin Bannerman plays Roz, and Travis Oliver plays Chris in Doctor Who The New New Adventures. See what oh, we did yeah, I like it. Like it. Very exciting news, though, isn't it? And in fact, seeing as you're all so lovely, here's a very early sneaky peeky clip. Yeah. I'm afraid this is a serious charge, and we are going to have to take you into custody until we establish the full circumstances. Oh, look, I don't see there's any necessity for that. Can't we just fill out some forms? I and... wasn't speaking to you. I was speaking to your time machine. What? According to Thrantasian law, the passengers in a space-time craft cannot be held responsible for the actions of the living creature at the craft's heart. Now, wait a moment. Are you seriously suggesting that that your space-time machine is under arrest? Yes, that's exactly what we're suggesting. Please, step away from the craft while we arrange to move it so that the vehicle it collided with can re-attempt materialization. Siddick, arrange that, will you? Mm Mm-hmm. I'd like to request a space-time vehicle pickup, please. Doc, you can't let them do this. I'm not sure I have a choice. But they can't actually arrest the TARDIS, can they? Uh, We've been teasing this for ages, and finally we can tell you the truth. March 2019 sees the release of Doctor Who, the comic strip adaptations featuring two adventures lovingly adapted by Alan Barnes from two original Doctor Who weekly comic strips by Pat Mills and Dave Gibbons. I'm so excited to reveal this one because it's damn cool. The first one here is Doctor Who and the Iron Legion. Yeah, that's right. Here is a sneaky clip. That's the last of the neck bolts, so all it needs is one good twist and a... Tug! That's got it. (laughs) Hello, what's this? A label... MCML. Wait, it's a data manufacturer. M1000CM900LXX1X. That's a 1979. Date of manufacture, 1979. That's now. Attention, insurgents! Attention, insurgents! Insurgents? Your presence in the merchant house has been detected. Surrender or be annihilated. I surrender. I repeat that. Goodness! Is that a chieftain? I am the only chieftain here. I meant the tank. I am General Ironicus, Commander-in-Chief of the Imperial Iron Legion. Where is the other insurgent? Never mind that. I might ask you what you're doing here, you and your Iron Legion. General, sonar trace indicates two heartbeats inside this one human. Two heartbeats? Impossible! Well, that's what your legionnaire said. 
keep going with any luck, you'll blow a gasket too. Then you won't meet it. You need destroy my legionnaire. Mea culpa, mea maxima culpa. Excuse me, I must fly. Fly? Ah, like an eagle. You above all should be able to appreciate that with that mighty bird's head of yours, I mean. Where are you going? A blue hut can offer no protection against the firepower of my steel ballista. That's what you think, Bert Brain Kiki. Centurion, adjust cannon elevation. Try the other pocket. Set firing range. Ah, got it. And the second one is, yeah, drum roll please, yeah, well, we don't need a real one, Doctor Who and the Star Beast. And here is another sneaky clip. As I was saying, tongue digits, fascinating. I wonder, did they evolve, wait, where have you got to? Now forward, slowly. Ah, there's more of you, all those light switches glowing in the dark. Tell me. Did your species evolve tongue digits so you could hold your food while you bit it? On my command! I can't quite see. Are those pincer guns? Pincer guns? Ha! How quaint! Wait for it! Pincer guns in a pincer movement. Something tells me I should be leaving. Now, fire! What rotten shots, whoever you are! Goodbye! Cease firing! And here's what I'm quoted as saying in the upcoming news story at BigFinish.com this week. Uh, these fourth Doctor comic strip adaptations... So I can read out my own quote. It's quite good, isn't it? Uh, they have a whole different feel to them. It's like they're from a parallel universe vision of Doctor Who. Tom Baker spotted it straight away, emailing me the moment he'd read The Iron Legion, commenting that this was a bit different actually typing different in capitals but he rose manfully to the challenge and entered into the spirit of it all wonderfully and that spirit is that they are essentially wackier there's a feeling of we could do anything because there are no budget restrictions in the original comic strips and our adapter alan barnes has captured this perfectly crazy characters extravagant action sequences and alistair Locke has done a superb job with his sound design and music. The Star Beast, related to the Star Beast, Beast, uh, has a slightly different feel. The alien monster craziness is contrasted sharply with a dash of kitchen sink drama, a touch of sort of Grange Hill, which uh, predated the TV series exploring more domestic settings. It's interesting how the brilliant comics writer of these strips, Pat Mills, kind of anticipated this. Alan has a great love for Pat's work and he was absolutely the right fit to adapt these beautiful bonkers adventures of an extra eccentric fourth doctor. Just time to remind you that the main monthly range of Doctor Who releases is beginning an exciting seventh Doctor trilogy this week with Doctor Who Red Planets by Una Cormack and script edited by Guy Adams. We're dramatising it at the end of this very podcast, but here's a clip to get you in the mood. You sure Ace will be alright? Stay in Janeco. Huh? Uh, what, what did you say? Ace, are you sure she'll be alright? <laughs> of course, it's not like she can't contact us. But the 1960s, lots of changes... Even without this time ripple of yours. Hmm? What? 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 Oh, the 1960s! Perfectly pleasant golden age of music, film, television. Marvellous. The Who. What, even in Berlin? Mm, perhaps Berlin was a little less pleasant. But the bomb, Doctor. The, the war. Oh, no, not that there weren't changes, of course. I mean, radical social upheaval. 
And the Beatles, of course, we shouldn't forget the Beatles. I meant the the rise of Makoshia. Ace can look after herself, whether it's London or East Berlin or, well, anywhere, really. I mean, no need to worry. In the meantime, you and I have business in the future. Come on. Also out this week, the 11th Doctor Chronicles with Jake Dudman. Uh, properly called Jacob Dudman, obviously, narrating and doing his uncannily superb 11th Doctor voice. Here is a lovely clip. The Doctor and Amy step out into fog, so thick it's like wading through cobwebs. The ground is soft and marshy, pulling at their feet. I'm so glad I changed into something warm and dry, says Amy, shivering. You're being sarcastic, aren't you? asks the Doctor. No, what makes you think that? Amy replies in a tone far drier than their surroundings. And again, lovely human humour there. Amy walks out a few steps further into the misty gloom. I can't see anything at all. I can't even tell if it's day or night. The doctor takes out his sonic screwdriver. It shines green through the suspended fog, showing up the silhouettes of buildings in the distance. Amy peers towards them. Where are we anyway? She asks. Reichland. Planet not unlike Earth, five cycles north of Never, east of where we began, and it's missing something. Not fog, it has all the fog a planet could need. Pretty sure it's good for mist too. Listen, what do you hear? Amy puts her head on one side. People in the distance, building works, and birds that I hope are smaller than they sound. Anything else? Amy tips her head the other side and closes her eyes. Behind all the other sounds is something else. A ruffling, rifling sound. Sounds like someone flicking through a book, Amy says. And what about the ticking? Amy screws up her face in concentration. Nope, can't hear it. I can't either. The doctor raises his screwdriver right in front of his eyes, bathing his face in emerald light. But the sonic can. The doctor examines the device again. This way talented lad that guy Uh, and that is it for the news this week that's right we've well and truly uh, dusted off the news uh, shined it up showed it to you all and said hey check this news out Uh, but now we're going to sit the news down say have a pack of fruit pastels and and relax Um, so there we have it cheers suck on a lozenger Um, yeah cheers news keep up the good work those are my favourite bits, you know, the bits where you do the endings of sections. <laughs> Never know what's going to happen, to be honest. Exactly. It throws like me about. every time. I think, I think. oh, I wonder if we're going to do... Oh, no, yeah, we are doing it this way. Uh, oh, God. Um, uh, 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 okay, right, right. We're, we're, we're okay, yes, okay. Right, stop it, man. Pull yourself together. Coming up soon, our guest star interview with Lisa Bauman, Bernice Summerfield, and some other peopleoids involved with the 20th anniversary of Big Finish's first audio drama heroine. But that's all in the near future. Right now, in the absolute present, it's time for... Listeners' emails! Oh! That's right, I love an email, and if you don't know me already, you certainly 
know that about me now. Um, it's a beautiful <laughs> thing. We get the chat here. You get the chat to us. It's a sort of like a, a delayed chat. You, you, you send a, a chat a, a week earlier, and then we eventually reply to it a week later. But if you want to chat to us, because, hey, why not? You know, we, we, we all like right, a chinwag here. Uh, you do, can yeah. send uh, us an email to podcast at bigfinish.com. Oh, Nick, gotta... get the washing. Get the washing. Go. Washing. You carry on. Okay. No, no, no. Oh, God. Nick's off. There oh, he is. He's off. Oh, he's forgot the keys. Don't panic, everybody. Don't panic. Don't panic. Don't panic. He's got the bell. There he goes. He's running. Oh, he's off. I just saw him. He's, he's behind the, uh, the the curtain there in his, his shed. Uh, he's, he's doing very well. I can hear lots of cluttering going on. Uh, lots, lots of... No. no. Oh, it's all gone quiet. Oh. And there he goes. He's run past uh, back inside. Um... Oh, there's a bit of wind there on the microphone there, just to show that that was the sound of him running past at an extreme uh, speed. Um, but whilst Nick is off saving his washing from certain drenching, um, I'll go into the first email here. So remember, you can email us at podcast at bigfinish.com. Uh, first up, this one here from Paul Worston. Uh, Lord Briggs is still in charge of you pen pushers, isn't he? Uh, I was just saying to him just the other day in the club, uh, uh, oh, oh, that's... um. Uh, is that Inferno, that story? I think, maybe. I don't know. Um, yeah, well, quite. Um, so I've been... It probably isn't. Who knows? I'll ask Nick in a minute. Um, oh, he's back. He's back. Oh, sorry about that. But, you know, the washing was getting wet. It's like the opening of Grandstand, that was. Seeing <coughs> seeing the horses, you know, and the, uh, rushing off. You know, brilliant. And they're off. And they're over the first fence. Oh, there we go. Yes. And down the other side. He's up and he's round. And he's... Yes, yes, yes. And there she goes. Black Beauty there. Through the... Uh, whatever. Over the finishing line. I'm kind of quite satisfied that it is raining a lot. Because the worst thing would be all that running around. Putting the washing indoors. And then getting back <laughs> in the shed. And finding... Um, it stops. It stops. Yeah. <laughs> oh, now David Richardson's asking me a question about uh, iPad Pro. Oh. Oh dear, I haven't got the answer to his question. Uh, that's it, yeah. It's <sighs> the thing about asking questions, you never know what you're going to get. Nick, <coughs> Nick, am I right in thinking yes. this quote here, Lord Briggs is still in charge of you pen pushers, isn't he? I was just saying to him the other day in the club, is that um, Inferno? I th it might be, yes. I want to say it is, I might have to... I'm, I'm it's either it that or... or um, ambassadors? Oh, I see, no, I don't... I can see Te the terror, terror of the Autons. It is terror. Tubby yeah, Rowland, isn't it? I was going to yes. say Claws of Axos, but of course that's uh, Yes, of course chin, it is. Isn't it? Oh, Tubby. I said, look here, Tubby. Oh, yes, great story, that one. It's a shame, because it's surprising, because I love that one, but clearly my, my head was in inferno mode but yes um going straight into the email course we have uh, so i've been downloading my catalog of stories lately on the excellent should be read in the david banks tones to give the latest main range release excellent big finish app um <laughs> only problem is that i needed to create more storage space on my phone so i started deleting emails oh you can't do that mm, um what? i felt compelled to write this email not only to thank you for 80s cybermen yes um but to remember paul sprague um, I saw some 2012 emails from Mr. Sprague where we discussed the coming Dark Eyes box set and Gosh. he clued me in on the podcast. I've been an avid listener since. Paul seemed a wonderful man, although I never knew him personally. His emails were personal, funny and informative. Thank you for continuing to have uh, memorial stories for Paul. 
You are a company I proudly support. Can't wait for the next round of new stories and thank you for making two more seasons of the amazing Tom Baker. Cheers, Paul Worston, sent from my iPhone. Paul, that's a lovely email. Thank you so much for sending it. Uh, it's always lovely to be reminded of uh, Paul Sprague. Um, you know, he's never very far away from our thoughts. And I think you put your finger right on it there. Um, because by reading his emails, you knew Paul. Because Paul was an excellent writer. An excellent writer of articles and things like that. You know what I mean? And he, he could convey absolutely the authentic him in in writing you know some people who maybe aren't writers they they don't sound like themselves when they write you an email or something but paul well oh, can you hear that rain that's really going that's for paul it. having a laugh at my expense so, <laughs> drown in your shed briggs i'm gonna i'm gonna have to shut the door hold on a second. <laughs> oh, paul sprague it's your fault sprague Oh my goodness, I'm absolutely soaked from just going outside for a moment. Oh, the season, you've, you've just witnessed in this podcast the season changing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, that summer's over for another Summer 40 is years. literally over. Quite literally, can you hear it bashing it's down going for the it. top of the show? There's no rain wow. here, I, I wish there was rain here because I, I enjoy rain. We had a great thunderstorm wow. last night, that was wonderful. But I didn't I bat an eyelid because... Up. I can't hear you over the noise. We, we, yeah, I, I didn't bat an eyelid, we had this brilliant <laughs> thunderstorm, but I've been working on a story in the daytime that features a thunderstorm. And so ah. it's sort Did of... Did you record I, it? So Well, I didn't know because I've, I've already got one, I've got like a, a, a huge... <laughs> Uh, was we? I think I once did a story that took place. Yeah, it was in the Survivors. The first story pretty much had like a thunderstorm all the way through, so I just yeah. purchased like one hour, an hour and a half of a thunderstorm, going through wow. all the motions of like the start to the end. And so I just used that for everything. So yeah, but so there was a thunderstorm. But of course, because I've been listening to thunder all day, I didn't bat an eyelid. I just, I just, it didn't register with me. And then it was only, yes. it was only to seem normal. Yeah, and then there was just sort of this weird moment. I thought. Oh, oh! I'm not work. That's real. <laughs> very odd. Very odd. <laughs> you thought you were in an audio play. Um, as I was saying, lovely Paul. You know, he did speak to so many of our listeners and customers in emails and had really good uh, conversations with people. And I think he epitomised what I really feel is the unique thing about Big Finish: our relationship with the listeners, because we are just we who make Big Finish are just like our listeners so i feel we have a really close meaningful relationship with you all so thank you and it's lovely to remember paul Um, it does of course make me sad because i I miss him desperately uh even though of course he used to irritate me (laughs) (laughs) well i I mean Um, i I think it's safe to say as well that like that paul sprague is, is very much like uh if big finish were a machine he'd be the oil in the machine it's still to this day everybody is, has such fond memories of him and, it, and the impact that he made on the company and everybody working here is still very much it's still very much appreciated and people still everybody i've met always speaks about paul sprague in such a positive and lovely mm. way and mm. it's just so nice and i think still to see yeah, he really is a huge part of big finish and one of the most moving things I heard, you know, was that uh, after he died, someone uh, published an interview with him where he was asked, you know, how long do you want to do you see yourself working with Big Finish? And he said, you know, for him, that was it. You know, he'd stay 
with us for the rest of his days, which, you know, in an awfully, horribly ironic way became true. But, you know, it was... um, it was lovely to hear that and uh, and also to know that even though we had a, a robust uh, uh, relationship that he knew how much he was appreciated <laughs> it was it was lovely to go back um his partner she sent me um all the messages message uh, text conversations i'd had with him she found on his phone and i was rather delighted and relieved to see that I'd, I'd sent him so many lovely messages over the years mm-hmm. saying you're a legend Sprague well done and so on. Keep, <laughs> keep it up mate this is this is fantastic what you've done today you've saved our bacon and lots of phrases oh. like that it was, it was really lovely anyway sorry that's that's the Paul Sprague hour for you <laughs> <laughs> ah now the two uh, two more seasons of the amazing Tom Baker of course and uh, probably more than that if I'm honest, we've just not got all our ducks in a row to tell you about all the rest yet. But yeah, there's quack, more quack. Tom Baker than that. Uh, next up, uh, this one from Sarah Smith, not Sarah Jane Smith. Oh yes. Uh, well, colour me excited, she says. Big finish of done it again. You constantly surprise us. Boo! I put the boo in <laughs> as a humorous uh, addition. <laughs> Chortle. <laughs> uh, I'm talking, of course, of the season 18 team back together again. Tom, Lala, John and Matthew. More exclamation marks than I can count. I am so excited. One exclamation mark there. And all four-part stories. A bonus. Three exclamation marks. I'm so happy about that. <laughs> exclamation mark. I cannot wait to hear them. Another exclamation mark. I'm counting them. You've, you've used up your quota. A few suggestions and questions, if I may. (laughs) Thank you for your punctuation watch there. Any chance of getting the great Simon Holub to do the covers for these stories? Anthony Lamb, Lamb, who was also, by the by, a great close friend of Paul Sprague, um, has has a great run, but it would be nice to share the Fourth Doctor covers around. Why I think Simon Holub would be great is that he has a great sense of 80s style and colour, as we have seen with the forthcoming Sylvester McCoy stories. His artistry would really suit the colourful season 18. Well, it's really difficult. We're sport for choice, really. We've got so many brilliant designers. So it all comes down to who's committed to what and who has the time. But I think Anthony's brilliant, Simon's brilliant, Tom Webster's brilliant, loads of brilliant people that I haven't named, but but um, they're still there doing stuff, even though their names haven't popped into my adult post-viral brain. Um, Two, any chance the box set could be like the first Doctor Adventures being four-parters? Having one story in one case and a separate bonus material disc helps to save on shelf space. Um, I'm not sure what the format is, Sarah. Not sure. Uh, three, when can we hear a clip of the new companion and Anne Kelso? Well, I haven't heard any of those episodes yet for overseeing um, post-production because I, I think I directed all of them, actually. If not all of them, certainly most of them. Uh, Four, any more Philip Hinchcliffe presents on the horizon? Let me just have a look. Sounds like a new new contemporary sort of uh, show. And now Philip Hinchcliffe presents on the horizon, the shipping programme where current affairs are discussed. This week, pencil sharpness. (laughs) Philip Hinchcliffe, that old sea dog. (laughs) That's uh, yes. I can see him now with a pipe in his mouth and a little little blue cap. He, look like, he a, does a look a bit like a badge. sea captain, doesn't he? He looks like a very sort of authoritative chap. Good posture. I'm, uh, <laughs> 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 
Philip Hinchcliffe, great posture. You've got good uh, posture. Anyway. I was, you, you hold yourself in a very... Oh, that's, that was one of my first things when I saw I thought, yeah, he's got good posture. He holds himself Darling, well. Darling, it's... Act- Actors training, who's here? Ah, yes. They spend so they spend so long at drama school bashing you about your posture. Um, uh, a chap called Percy Stevens. <coughs> oh, your dog who doesn't bark has just started barking. Uh, it's because obviously it's new because Percy Stevens. Have, have people just arrived home? Oh, let people, people, people have just arrived. Go on then. Just, um, yes, Percy Stevens, who was my movement teacher at drama school, who sadly fairly oh. recently died. Um, he, he, I think he, he and his partner were the. Oh, he's brought the dog to the microphone. Were the first chaps to get married in the UK, I think. Anyway, um, uh, so it was an honour to have been uh, taught by such a, a trailblazer. Uh, thanks, says Sars. Did I say that? Anyway, while the dog's being put out, I'm just going to warn you that Benji is going to read an email out any second now. But in the meantime, here's some music. Benji's got all his leads caught around his swivel chair and he's having a bit of trouble. Bit of trouble. It's really defeating him, isn't it? Yeah. That's really defeating you, all that cabling, isn't it? Oh, that's the problem. When you get headphones, they just supply them (coughs) stupidly long leads. So, yes, yes, if I want to, I can indeed record record in the Isle of Wight. and I think a long lead is best, though, because you don't want that yoink thing when you just no. move three centimetres and nearly sort of garrote yourself. But if you're on the train, you know, you, you look as though you're, you're doing an outside broadcast. If you're on the train, <laughs> you suddenly realise they're still plugged in at home and you're in real trouble. <laughs> you think, oh, no, if I, well, by the time I get to Folkestone, it's going to ping out of the uh, the socket, isn't it? Oh, dear. <laughs> yes, that was my dog uh, there getting excited because... Um, People have arrived at the door with food. So, there we go. Animals for you. Well, it's half past my lunchtime at the moment, so I understand that. Well, yes, quite. Uh, Anyway, on with your... Final one here from uh, Duncan Wilson. Uh, Hey, Nick and Benji. Hey. Um, Thought this might be a fun idea to throw out there. After 20 (laughs) pretty fantastic years of Big Finish, um, what 20 releases would you choose in Desert Island Discs slash time capsule sort of way to celebrate those 20 years? They don't don't have to be what some consider the best, um, just those that mean the most to you and mark significant landmarks in the company's history. Have a fan podulous day. Yeah, smiley face. All the best. Duncan sent from my HAL 9000. I well. really think you don't want to do that, Duncan. <laughs> oh, by the way, have you watched um, a series on Netflix called Final Space? You talk- when was it released? Well, just recently, I well, think. Well, you know the answer, Nick. <laughs> well, you've got to see it. It's an animation thing, and there's a computer in that called Hugh. Final Space, is it speaks called? speaks in that Hal way. Oh, that yeah, looks quite fun. like this. It's really flipping good. Anyway. It looks... Um, you, if you like that, you'd love Rick, Rick and Morty. You need to check out Rick and no, Morty. No, I don't like Rick and Morty. I've looked at it. I can't... I don't like this style of animation. It drives me bonkers. It's so rough and horrible. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I I'm, I'm too I like beauty too much um, now uh, so we can't sit here choosing 20 releases now can we for goodness sake we can't I mean we can, can mention mention can a few can you throw a couple to, to me that you think are you know uh, 
just mean the most to you or mark significant landmarks in the company's well, history? I think, I think significant landmarks, you know, you're looking at things, obviously, like the, early, the really early Beneath Summerfield stuff is obviously incredibly important. Dalek Empire, obviously, huge thing there. Um, Survivors, for mm-hmm. me personally, Survivors is a big one. I think it's a great, uh, great for Big Finish because it's sort of a darker style of audio drama there. So I would yeah, throw yeah. in throw in a box set of Survivors. Uh, you know what, um, Captain Scarlet actually, that's a, another big thing. Sherlock Holmes. There's just so the thing is though, it's like, like if you pick one story, you know, if for specific Doctor Who stories where we you've got to go for the big ones like spare parts, you, you know, and and uh, the one Doctor I think is a great one. Like, oh yeah, I do like the one Doctor, that, isn't it? It's got Matt Lucas in it, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah you know, there's, there's the thing is that there's just there mm. are just mm. so many stories to choose from, I suppose. Really, that was a really good run through you did there, actually. Very nice. Oh, thank you very much. Goodness. I don't know what other landmarks in the company's history. Um, the master. I mean, was it Master, The Master? I can't remember. I think it's just Master. Master. Isn't it? Oh, yeah, Master. Chimes. And, Miga and, um, and Davros, yes. River Song stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Diary of River Song. That's quite cool. Um, I, mean, I would say Immodestly Dark Eyes. That was dark, that Actually, a, yes, a huge, Dark, dark a huge Eyes is a change big. for Big Finish, actually. That really ramped us up to another audience. Def- oh, definitely, and, and, uh, and modified things as well. It kind of gave it a real big box set vibe, didn't yeah, it? Really, as yeah. well. Um, Mutant Phase, I thought was really good. Colditz, I love um, as an old one. Jubilee, nice little interesting Jubilee. crossover one. Jub- <laughs> lovely, lovely Jubilee. Um, the Prisoner. You know, the thing is, it's. I, I think it, in some ways, you know, to sum up big finishes. 20 years you just got to throw something in from all of our ranges because we've got so many ranges but equally every range is slightly different and they're all shades of different things you know like we've got dark shadows mm. uh, yeah mm. we've got graceless uh iris wild the Tine, omega factor the omega factor dorian gray torchwood the avengers there's so many things vienna you yeah. know uh, they, they just yeah. they're there's popping a great j- new um avengers thing coming out this month uh, too many targets which hopefully will be teasing soon Oh, that's going to be awesome, isn't it? That's kind of like all all the Avengers girls all turn up in that one. And I, I think actually, whilst also quickly before I forget, whilst we're on the subject of things as well, how can we how can we possibly say twenty years of big finish without Jago and Lightfoot as well oh, being yes. you know a real uh, you know the heart and soul of of big finish? There, it's a real huge, huge yeah. uh, long range indeed. Uh, yes. so, what a so privilege to work with those guys, and such a sad loss, you know, when we lost Trevor. Definitely, definitely, and and thankfully, you know, we've got wonderful audio dramas to remember him by, and and, mm. and celebrate as well. Celebrate. We got, but also Callan. You know, there's so many things. That's the thing. It's countermeasures. Uh, Blake I, Seven. Didn't it's, I mention countermeasures? You may have mentioned it. I, do you know? Maybe I, I didn't. I just thought it. I just thought it. I just. I just. We're, we're just it. thinking the rest, all right? Because we can't. We just can't list everything. Basically, just a sm- small raffia attachment. Uh, things with a sort of raffia base surface. Uh, a friend will lose his uh, a brother's hammer, and uh, there'll be a strange <laughs> confusion as to where things really are. Things put there uh, by father uh, only the night before, about six o'clock. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, I love it so much. Life of Brian, my favourite film. And apart from Labyrinth. Um, yeah, just chatting rubbish now. But yeah, that's the end of the emails, pretty much. We've uh, we've rocked it. I hope that, yeah. that I, th- I would say that we, we gave you a good 20 sort of releases there. A couple of specifics, but mostly kind of, you know, just all of our ranges, really. So thanks, Duncan, for uh, offering that fun little segment there. Um, but yet, yeah, the email's done. Um, I'm sure there'll be more next time. There usually is, uh, oh, yeah, unless yeah. unless we decide to, um, you know, uh, do telegrams of the week. Uh, interesting if you can still send a telegram. Um, it's quite expensive now, though, um, but you can still do Hello, it. Hello, big finish. Stop, please, Nick. <laughs> stop. <laughs> uh, well. Yeah, for quite. Um, but yeah, so remember, if you do want to email in in the future, send it to podcast at bigfinish.com. Uh, but now it is time to move on. Nick, if you'd like to take us into the next segment in your Renault Clio. Coming up in just over 10 minutes, or round about 10 minutes, something like that, a 10 minuteoid segmentation of time. More from the randomoid Selectatron. It was absent last week because I wasn't here with my big gob, and Jamie even mispronounced it as the randomised Selectatron. Blithering fool! Fool, you old fool! So now it's the 20th anniversary of Big Finish and Bernie Summerfield this year. So let's go over to Scott Hancock and the team. Hello, welcome to this little extra special bit of the Big Finish podcast. My name is Scott Hancock. I am the director of Bernie Summerfield and I am joined this afternoon by... Lisa Bowerman. Who plays? Bernie Summerfield. And also... James Goss. I produce Bernie Summerfield. And also an extra special person who just happened to be in studio. Paddy Freeland. And I'm marketing for Big Finish. And in particular... Bernie Summerfield. Well done. <laughs> Picking up the cue there. Um, it's the it's a big year for Benny, isn't it, Lisa? Well, uh, it's I a mean, big year for Big Finish. It's actually. a big year for Benny at Big Finish. Yes, it is indeed. Twenty years. Twenty years of you. Twenty years of me. Sorry, <laughs> I apologise. It's all been a big surprise. You know, without Bernie Summerfield, Big Finish wouldn't have, you know, well, taken off. I I just it's as they say, it's a team sport, isn't it? When you start out, it's it's like what's on the page, how it's produced, how it's put together, and hey, bang, presto, it turned out to be a bit magic. Yeah, and, but uh, without you, we wouldn't have jobs. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm very yeah, grateful. Without, without Bernie Sunfield, I seriously wouldn't have a career. But, you know, you've been like the marathon runner to all the relay runners alongside you. just <laughs> The pacemaker. The, yeah, the producers <laughs> passing the baton and you've been, yeah. I am the actor pacemaker. <laughs> <laughs> Keep up with me. Come on, then you can overtake me. Bye. And there's all sorts of lovely stuff coming out yeah, with Benny this year, uh, isn't we there? We have a cornucopia, James. You can probably tell us a bit more. We have two volumes called Benny Summerfield, The Story So Far, yeah. uh, which are six episodes, which each one set at a different era in Bernice's life at Big Finish. Oh, that's what that's all about. And we've just finished yeah. recording the last <laughs> one. Yeah. We worked closely with Paul Cornell um, to make sure that the various different eras of Benny are included. Right from her very, very early times at oh, the academy, so uh, all the way, th- all the way through to her current adventuring with David Warner's Doctor. <gasps> and who else have we got? Are we allowed to say who else? Yes, comes now, back yes. This, now this we, time. We have uh, Stephen Fuel playing Jason Kane in a story by Jack Rayner with the Grell. Yay! Hooray for the Good Grell! Fact. Ooh, the Good fact. Glory for the Grell! Good fact. Scott, uh, Paddy, do you even know what a Grell is? Yes, absolutely. <gasps> they are the 
best monster. <laughs> they are. <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm very Good excited fact. by by the return of yeah, the Dravins. We're, we're, get, we're, we're, we're getting there. We've, we're getting we've, there. We've got an episode by Simon Guerrier, yeah. uh, which features Irving Braxitel falling in love. Yeah. Fruity. Yeah. The Mars return Richardson. of Miles Richardson. <laughs> <laughs> well, it had to be, didn't it? You know. uh, and, and who does he fall in love with? Well, you'll have to listen to find out. But, Ooh, but obviously, there is a wedding because <laughs> yeah, Bernice yeah. Summerfield, always at her best, at, at a, a wedding. wedding. Yeah, always, always comes up to the mark. And then the, the second volume yep. uh, features Bernie Summerfield meeting yet another incarnation of the Doctor. <laughs> Michael Jaston. As? The Valyard. Yes! Uh, because we asked Lisa, who would you like Who would you like to work with? And I know. And you just now went, it sounds like we chose people we didn't like. <laughs> to just left them out. I, I said yes. I was very, very, very politely asked uh, whether there was anybody uh, uh, actor-wise I fancied working with. And I thought, you know, I've always, I've always rated that Mr. Jason. Well, you worked with him on yeah, the it, last the world, adventure. Well, I think it was the world's... Oh, was it Last Adventure? With the Jago yeah, Knight. Yeah, but that was yeah. with Ellie. Different dynamic, ah, you see. Mm. Ellie, Ellie and, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. It's completely different. Yes, but... but, but <laughs> Same the, performance. But no, this, no, is, no. this is the Valiard pretending to be the Doctor, so we get to see a <gasps> twinkly side of no, Michael Jason. No, that really is entertaining. It was a fun day. Oh, it was great. Uh, and <laughs> They're all fun days. And, and then, then yep. Empress of the Dravins, which oh, is a tribute I to that era it. of Bernie Summerfield, where they'd go... Right, it's Benny plus an old Doctor Who monster we found. <laughs> well, let us be happy that it wasn't the Sea Devils again. With you and uh, Aisha coming back as Ruth. Oh, I love Aisha's Ruth. Ruth is there. We're sparring off each other again. It with, just works. With Mina Anwar and <gasps> Mina. Eve Karp. Playing, possibly, playing Dravins. Possibly the funniest woman I've ever met. <laughs> and the rudest. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, uh, yes. it, was, it was a very entertaining day. Very entertaining. And then finally, we yeah. have Una McCormack's The Angel of History. With? David, David Warner. Warner. Hey! <laughs> as Doctor Who. And as Lisa Doctor Bowman as... Bernie Surprise Summerfield. Oh. Or... or not necessarily. Not necessarily. Mm. Of course we had my... Um, Yes. Are we allowed to say? My, uh, my yes. younger self. Lovely Emily Lang playing Emily young, Lang. young Bernie Actually, Summerfield. Actually, can I just pull you up on that? She'll get very upset. It's actually Emily Lang. 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 We'll have to Lang. know that Spelt for the credits. Lang. Lang. No, I knew Emily uh, because I played her mum. It's very smartly, and I'm sure it'll be on the extras at the end anyway, but it sounds very very smart and camp. But we we, we did Broadway. We were on Broadway together last year. Uh, actually, off-Broadway, if we're going to be really pedantic. <laughs> were you in recently play. in a play, Lisa? Yes, I was. We uh, haven't recently. heard about that. No, Paddy, it's... did you know that Lisa was recently in a play? <laughs> I was very aware that Lisa was in a play recently. But no, uh, Emily was uh, cracking and... And very much like you. Oddly reminded me of myself, <laughs> I thought. Um, we almost actually uh, didn't get her, but then we did, and we were very happy. And she did She did come up. You, you think my recommendation was all right? Oh, she's brilliant, but yeah. she would not stop talking. So I know. Very much like we're still recording that <laughs> so episode. Can, can I just remind you of the extra you've just done with Simon Gurria with that sound wave track? <laughs> Simon does love talking about his era of Benny. Bless him. Um, special features galore. I yes. think it'll be four discs yes. of Simon talking. Yeah, uh, but, al- but also, but excitingly, uh, we are doing something called Bernie Summerfield Treasury. Treasury. An, an anthology of 20 years of short stories published 
uh, about Bernie Summerfield by Big Finish. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. How old were the... Uh, I mean, I... I ha- how old are you? No, no, I have to. You don't want to answer that question. Um, how old are the stories? What were the earliest stories? What year? The earliest one was the one by Stephen Moffat. That's what I... Because I, I happened to bump into him at an event last week and I said, oh, I've just had the pleasure of reading your short story. He said, I think that's the first thing I ever wrote Four. And I, re- I think he said Doctor Who, but uh, related stuff. But I, is, th- I, is that right? I suppose it would be right. Could, uh, would that be right? No. No, I didn't think so. Maybe he meant Bernie Summerfield. Curse of Fatal Death would have been before ah, that. Oh. Right. But maybe he thought in that sort of form. It's the first thing he's written for Bernie Summerfield so far. And, but, and exactly. But, you know, <laughs> and then, now now and he's then left Doctor Who. Went in a different direction with the character, <laughs> shall we say. <laughs> Well, he's got time on his hands now. <laughs> yes, he has. He has. But, uh, well, actually, not that much time. You told me what he was up to. So that's mm, it's going to be fun. Um, but, uh, yes, that, I have to say that those stories, I mean, they varied in style enormously, but they were great fun to read. But, yes, written by Ben Aronovich. Rob, Sh- uh, Rob, Rob Sherman. Terence Dix. And um, uh, uh, um, Andrew Carmel. Andrew Carmel, who reads his own story. Yep. Does he? Uh, he does yes. indeed. Uh, Paul Cornell, of course. Kate Orman. Kate Orman. And uh, obviously Ben Aronovich. Yes, but he does have two stories. And in the he collection. does have two stories, so we can say his name twice. And uh, Rob Schmidt and Steve Moffat. Yes. And it was actually brilliant. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so, so Paddy, as as Big Finish's marketing guru, um, how are you marketing, Ben? <laughs> <laughs> what what are the cha- what are the challenges of marketing this vintage model? Well, with still a lot of miles left to go on the clock. <laughs> <laughs> the joy of marketing Bernice is you basically get to announce anything or even mention anything about her online. Everyone goes, finally! Ah! And I want you to do this and this and this and this. And you go, all right. All what do you okay. get requested most? Uh, download rights. Ah. Mm. To which uh, we, we, we hear you and we, we say, of course, yes, yes, of course. There are many hours in the day. We finished do <laughs> not have them. We've lost them. It's a work in progress. A work in progress. We promise. Yes, watch this space. Oh, and obviously it is the meeting of the archaeologists of the century in uh, an ultimate smackdown battle. I don't think With wrestling. That'll uh, never happen. No, it won't. I mean, it's a very what, much... Benny and Tony Robinson? Yeah. Exactly. It would, it would be an unfair match. Yeah. Who is that woman on Time Team who had a very exotic name? What was her name? Um... I think you mean Carenza Lewis, uh, Lisa. Yeah, I do. There we go. Yeah, we are. I'm so well informed. (laughs) Well done, Scott. I'm going to cut in. Because when you first mention her, I'll go, I think you mean Carenza Lewis, and I'll look really clever. That's so unfair. That's how Scott works. I do the research and the taste Scott is actually an idiot. He just carefully edits himself. (laughs) Isn't it just the way with every entertainment organisation? Yeah. Lisa. Yes. It's been 20 years of Benny and Big Finish. It has. Apologies, listeners, for the awkward edit there. But it's been 20 years of Big Finish with Benny. What's in store for the next 20? What would you like to see her do? Um, I would say it's probably a Zimmer frame. That would be Afternoon useful. naps. And afternoon <laughs> naps. <laughs> we did record a scene with you once as a really old Benny. Uh, yeah, it did. It was in the collection that we did for the um, Many Happy Emmy. Returns. Yeah, Many yeah. Happy Returns. That was a rather good. I love that. Because um, Paul, yes, Paul wrote that scene. She'd escaped from her old people's home. It was very fun. Yeah. <laughs> Paul yeah. wrote it, and I think it was mainly one take because you delivered it. it made Gary Russell cry, oh. which oh. has never happened. 
Um, oh, damn, I would have paid good money to see that. <laughs> Never mind, too late. No, ahead, yeah. I don't know. That's the joy of Big Finish. It's the surprise. That's why her middle name is Surprise, Scott. Do you know what we should do? We yeah. should finish with a song. Adventure is my name. <laughs> no, no, no. How dare you? How very End on butterflies you. and cake. Butterflies and cake. Uh, uh, I can't even remember it, but Toby, Toby? No, butterflies Toby's and cake, or we will play Adventure is my name. <laughs> no, you I want to play it with you. No, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, play with me. Are we bringing back the different themes for the yeah, different yeah. eras, James? Oh, including Adventure is my name. Yes. So much to look forward to. Have we extended this end of podcast slightly longer than we expected? Should we hand back to Nick Briggs and Benji? I think we should. Bye. 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 That all got very musical there. Oh, it did indeed. And talking of music, of course, it is time for the Randomoid Selectatron. So let's cue that epic music. Sorry, that gap there. I was loading up the random word selectatron, you see. Getting it out the cupboard. Um, and loading it with its floppy disks in there to make sure it was uh, just had enough time to boot up. Um, I have fired up the random word selectatron. And it has what given we us... Um, well, it's actually given us a strange thing, but quite a fun thing. Um, it's come up with the Big Finish Companion Volume 2, the book. Oh. Which is quite fun. Which, is which actually, I think, is quite cool. Is it uh, by... Uh, um uh, Kenny Smith. Kenny Smith, indeed, yes. Uh, edited by Richard Dinnick and Paul Sprague, actually. So there's Paul Sprague again, uh, making his influence known. Um, but these books are really cool, aren't they? I, I, I love. I remember when I saw one for the first time, and I was like, oh, I was like, it's a big finish on paper. This is so cool. Like it's just exciting in a sort of geeky way. Well, it's a kind of catalogue of uh, of stuff, isn't it? All about big finish. Lots of information. Uh, information. information. And we've all been endlessly interviewed for it. I can't find it on the site. Where is it? Um, it is under Big Finish Books, Big Finish Factual Books, Big Finish The Companion, Volume 2. There we are. Not to be confused with Big Finish The Companion, Volume 1. Yeah. Well, yeah, so much work goes into this, and uh, this is really a chance for uh, to sing out loud the praises for Kenny Smith. Absolutely. Who, you know, took over editing uh, Vortex, our free monthly magazine, free to download, and we get, you get free physical copies if you order CDs. Uh, Kenny has such an insatiable enthusiasm for Big Finish, um, we have a little conversation at least once a month, possibly more than that, when he sends me the Vortex mail uh, questions, which I always answer for the listeners, stroke readers. And uh, yeah, Ke- Kenny, um, Kenny is a tonic, you know, he's he's so full of positivity and enthusiasm and has done so, done us so many favours, done us so, so much good, um, and helped us, helped to promote us. Uh, he's a lovely guy. Uh, you can he say he's a really nice guy as well. Ago. I keep saying to him, you know, next time you're in London, you know, let's do a, a podcast thing and get him in because he's, he's always great to chat to. Lovely, but have you ever met him? I've not met him in person actually, but I talked to him through. The social media channels, he emails me sometimes as well about things with Vortex and that, but he's always lovely and friendly and, and nice. Yeah, just 
one of the nicest people you could ever hope to meet. That sounds so sugar candy, doesn't it? But it's just the truth. I mean, I thank my lucky stars. There's, there's so many lovely people at Big Finish. Um, you know, there's that. That's what drives the company, really. That you know, camaraderie and and the affection we have for each other. And without that, it just wouldn't be worth doing, really. I mean, we love all the things we do stories about, but. You know, the fact that you and I get on so well, Jamie and I, you know, Barnaby and um, and David are just listing lots of people now. But, you know, all have a, a genuine respect and, dare I say it in a little way, not to sound too soppy, love for each other, you know, and it's... um, Don't be so soppy, Briggs. Sorry, sorry. Well, I, I think as well, it's, it's, it's lovely though, isn't it? Everybody's got their own thing. They're, everybody's so talented. They've got, they're, they're, they do so many different things. But everybody's, there's so many knowledgeable people. You know that if you ever need to, to, if you're stuck in a rut with something or you need to work something out, there's always somebody in the, you know, the big Finnish uh, uh, roster of uh, talented folk who will be able to help out. And, and everybody's so, yes. no, and everybody is so helpful as well. You know, people. There's never that level of oh, just, so I'm busy doing this. It's everybody's just always takes the time, and I think that's what makes. Well, it the so only special. person who isn't very nice is me. I think. Oh no, shush it, Bruce. <laughs> don't yeah. don't start that. You're a lovely chap. And, and our Lord and Master uh, Jason. J- thank you, bless you, Jason, who's you know um, has many interests, uh, business interests outside of Big Finish. That makes him sound like a gangster or something, doesn't it? Um, Jason's cool. He's he like the real to, James Bond. He's always off doing stuff. He's a cool international he's a man cool, of mystery. Inter- yeah, international man of mystery. A cool character. But Jason always keeps in touch. You know, just before we started recording this podcast, uh, I can't talk in detail about it because it's about a future top secret project. But he just sent me a really funny email <laughs> about it with a sort of mock threat in it, to which I just replied with. <laughs> Ah! <laughs> exclamation mark which you know just he was having a little joke so it's always that that's what i think it's about i i hate the idea that big finish could ever become this really corporate far too grown-up thing where everyone is sending each other very formal clipped emails and there always has to be a joke i think you know always keep it light because we're very serious about what we do we know that so we don't have to be solemn about it you know we're serious but not solemn that's what john hurt said we're serious about it but not solemn and that was really nice you know we can have a good laugh but we still mean what we do and care about it i think it's good to good to be passionate about things but but passion is is only passion if there is passion if that makes sense you can be caught you know you could be oh yes well we're very we love the doctor who brand here and we're incredibly proud of everything that we've done with torchwood and there's you know and you can be passionate but you have to love it and we all do everybody does has a buzz and excitement you know how many companies do you get where people so many releases and people listen to the releases people take the time to actually listen to the stuff that we're doing even if they're not involved with that that particular project so i think it's uh yeah exciting place to work fun yeah my view is if you if you don't love it forget it um (laughs) and all this inspired by the mention of uh, Kenny's book, Volume Two, the Big Finish. Um, what's it called? The Big Finish Companion Guide. Uh, the Companion. Uh, how could that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's obviously we're talking Volume Two, but there is a Volume One as well. Both you can get from Big Finish. Um, they're it's really packed cool. with facts and insights and pictures. Yeah, what more do you want? Well, it's a good one if you want to know. Cup no. of tea. <laughs> Good one, yeah, cup of tea. If you travel a lot, if you're stuck at airports or railway stations, that is all you need to to get you going, and you'll be fine. You'll literally be fine. You'll literally be fine. And if you're stuck on a boat, 
Uh, if it floats, because some books do, you might find it could even save your life. They don't. You know, I wouldn't try it. I'd, I'd go for the. It's a lifesaver. This book. It's, it's a lifesaver. <laughs> this book will save your life. You know, I'd actually stick to the life jacket or or a boat, actually, uh, if if you can. Or um, stay at home. Or stay at home. Yeah. Uh, but you know, cheers, Ran, as always, for for offering a, a slightly different choice this week. Um, yeah. But you know, Ran, our voices go like that. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's going up like that. Shush. <laughs> Um, yeah, Ran, keep up the good work. Um, as always, you've earned yourself, you've earned yourself a, a custard cream. But now, of course, as the podcast dissolves like a deadly virus destroyed by fantasy drugs showered down from a convenient nozzle. You can tell that Nick's put this one together this week. There's just time for us to concoct a trailer for this here podcast. Let's do it. Coming soon. <laughs> Sorry. You can't you can't do the music. There's already music. Oh. Um, coming <laughs> soon. <laughs> <from> <laughs> <Pink> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Right. Here we go. Okay. Right. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Stop doing the music. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. A podcast released on the 12th of the 8th month of 2018. That's August to you and me. Our latest releases include uh, Tortured Deadbeat Escape, Flight into Hull, and Jeremiah Born in Time. Benji Clifford, what else can you add to this trailer? We've got plenty of news for you here. A 7th Doctor box set, 4th Doctor comic book adaptations, Blind Terror, Red Planets out this week, that one, uh, and as well out this week 11th Doctor Chronicles as well how exciting yes. Nick we've Ooh. got a guest star haven't we or rather we've yes. got a couple of guest stars we've got more than a couple we've got several well Lisa Bauman is the main star as Bernice Summerfield the 20th anniversary thereof um, but also with producer James Goss director Scott Hancock and marketing and communications chappy Paddy Freeland he, they all have a jolly good chat in our guest star slot and what are we drama teasing this week benji well we love a tease and this week it will be doctor who red planets well that was all right wasn't it i mean i think it's fair to say that was our second go because the first go was so terrible sort of one of those also an interesting thing interesting in inverted commas is the fact that i mentioned uh, blind terror there but we didn't actually mention it in the news so after this trailer in the podcast i'll put a clip from blind terror just to (laughs) justify that good idea good idea and so before we go to our drama tease uh, as mentioned in that trailer here's a clip from the upcoming big finish original blind terror i'm sure i have your letter of application here ah Yes, that's right. But you're only housekeeper for a matter of months. Langley Court, why did you leave? I married. Ah, I see. I suppose that's not likely to happen again. No. And your husband, uh, is he, uh, is he... He died last year. Oh, oh. Would you mind if I asked how? He was a sailor on the Bay of Panama. A sailor? How exciting! I often wonder if I might have liked to travel. But then there's Clarissa to think of. It must have been wonderful, though. A life on the ocean waves, new horizons, new vistas. A lucky man. Not really. 
some of the crew under the orders of the ship's mate climbed the rigging to get clear of the water. My husband was one of them. And what happened to them? They froze to death. Stuck to the rigging, became part of it. Solid as the oak. And Blind Terror is out in October this year. The next in our range of Big Finish originals. Now it's time for our 15-minute drama tease. This week it's Doctor Who Red Planets by Una McCormack. Script edited by Guy Adams. Zaria, this is Phobos. How is Mother Earth this morning? Phobos, it's good to hear you. Are you well? I am fine. How about some music? It's beautiful. Good morning, Brother Mars. We come in peace from all the people of Earth. as quick as I can. You may have noticed, but the East Germans have put a wall in my way. <laughs> Over there! Halt! Stop! Oh, no. Tom, run! Yeah, I never have thought of that. There's another one! Where did she spring from? Run! I'll cover you! Tom, what's going on? There's a girl! Halt! Halt! Are we fire! Tom, ignore her! Get over here now! She's in trouble! She's not your problem! Keep moving, you idiot! Tom! Tom! Did you hear that? Zarya! Did you hear that? Jaker, we heard nothing. I was sure I heard something. What did you hear? An alarm. A siren. Let's run some tests, Jaker. It didn't sound like it came from in here. We'll run those tests anyway. Sure, but it wasn't in here. It was out there. Did you sleep well, Jacob? I slept very well, thank you. It wasn't in my head. I definitely heard it. Far. I've got to stay awake. I've got to 
Perhaps I did. It was there. You sure Ace will be all right? What What did you say? Ace, are you sure she'll be all right? <laughs> of course, it's not like she can't contact us. But the 1960s, lots of changes, even without this time ripple of yours. Mm -hmm. What, what, what? Oh, the 1960s! Perfectly pleasant golden age of music, film, television, marvellous. The Who? What, even in Berlin? Mm, perhaps Berlin was a little less pleasant. Doctor, the, the war. Oh, no, not that there weren't changes, of course. I mean, radical social upheaval. And the Beatles, of course. We shouldn't forget the Beatles. I meant the, the rise of Makoshia. Ace can look after herself, whether it's London or East Berlin or, well, anywhere, really. I mean, no need to worry. I mean, in the meantime, you and I have business in the future. Come on. London. I'd recognise that smell anywhere. Sounds like a party. <laughs> Not much to celebrate in 2017. <laughs> oh, come off it, Doctor. Nothing to celebrate. Melting ice caps, seas of plastic, species after species disappearing into nothing. We're united now. We can solve these problems together. <sighs> I'm glad you have such faith in you. As for celebrating, why not? Come on, do the sums. You know what this is all about. Actually, no, I don't. Doctor, it's the centenary. I've seen a lot of centenaries. There must have been a huge party. Will have been. Will be. Oh, I'll never get this right. Which centenary? The one celebrating a hundred years of international comradeship and fifty years of peace. That's a pretty good reason for a party. The Olympics were 2012. Surely nobody would celebrate Passion Dale with fireworks. Oh, oh, that would be the height of bad taste. Are you doing this deliberately? Well, 2017, 1917. Is it me, Mel? Or is there a lot of red on display around here? Yes, Doctor. There's quite a lot of red. <gasps> that centenary! The revolution! The Russian revolution! I knew you'd get there in the end. International ideal unites the human race. Smell! Stop that immediately!
George! Hey, hey, it's okay. Everything's okay. Oh, where am I? Who are you? Ah! Uh, look, don't move. <sighs> I said don't move. I think perhaps you're right. I'll just lie here and... Take your time. Well, miss, I, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know your name. Dorothy. Dorothy? All right, don't rub it in. As for where you are, the good news is you're in a hotel. The bad news is the hotel's in East Berlin. Oh. Couldn't exactly pull you over the wall, could I? Not in the state you're in. That's what you were doing, wasn't it? Wall jumping? Am I dying? What? I was shot, wasn't I? Yeah, you were shot. And? And I'm doing everything I can. You came from nowhere. At the wall I, I was about to cross. George had cut the wire. It was a trap. You wouldn't have made it. The next thing I know, I'm here. D D Dorothy, did, did you carry me here? I'm stronger than I look. You'd have to be. You must know East Berlin pretty well. Helps if you have a map. A map? Why are you helping me, Dorothy? Right thing to do, wasn't it? Wasn't going to leave you in the Strasse to bleed to death, was I? <laughs> Not when you could bring me to a cheap hotel to bleed to death instead. You're going to be okay. Kettle's on. Have you quite finished? Oh, cheer up, Doctor. Mel, this didn't happen. The Russian Revolution never happened. No, 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 no. That certainly happened. The spread of communism through the East after the Great Patriotic War. Yes, yes, that happened too, although your terminology is interesting. The Golden Age. The Age of the Great Mother. The Age of the People's Republic of Makotia. That's... that's not what I remember. So what do you remember? The Cold War, the Warsaw Pact, the fall of the Berlin Wall. Is any of this ringing a bell? Well, the Berlin Wall, but it didn't fall exactly. It was taken down when Germany reunited. Well, at least that's the same. In 1984. That less so. Mel, that was in the 90s. Germany became part of the International Communist Republic of Makotia. Makotia? You keep saying that, and I've no idea what you mean. Doctor, this is History 101. Makosia... What a Slavic goddess. I know that. The Great Mother. Our guide, our guard, our beacon in the darkness. Are you quoting something? It's from the anthem, Doctor. Of a completely fictitious country. Is this really what you think happened? It's not what I think happened. It's history. A world in which communism didn't collapse in the 90s, but instead spread throughout Western Europe. <laughs> and here we are, a hundred years of comradeship. How exciting to be here for the centenary. Oh, Mel, you must know this is all wrong. What's wrong with peace, love and understanding? It didn't happen. You always have to spoil the fun. The question now is how this has happened. What went wrong? Nothing went wrong. This is the future we dreamed of. I seriously doubt that. Cheer up, it might never happen. It already has. person you called is unavailable. Please leave a message after the tone. It's me. Call me as soon as you get this. 
It's here. The blue box. He's here. At last. You haven't drunk your tea. I didn't fancy it. Ah, oh, suit yourself. Look, I'm going to nip out for a while. Why? I need to get some stuff. You know, there were easier ways of handing you over to the authorities than dragging you halfway across town. Yes, I, I suppose so. Oh, God! What are you doing? Coming with you. They'll be looking for me. I should keep moving. <laughs> That's not going to happen. No, it seems not. Look, I'm going to see if I can find something for the pain. Where's your map? What? You said you had a map. Can I see it? I, I might know a shortcut. Um, must have left it on the stairs. Lie down, mate. Have some kip. I'll be back in no time. I suppose we'll see about that. What a night. Late November back in 61. <laughs> Ooh, it's getting cold. And this rain's only going to get worse. At the corner, turn left onto Philipstrasse. Proceed northwest. Oh, hang on, let me get there. Uh, huh? There isn't a Philipstrasse. Uh, maybe I didn't see it in the mist. Turn left onto Philipstrasse. Oh, there really isn't one. Probably hasn't been one since 1945. Give me another route. At the corner, turn left onto Philipstrasse. Oh, honestly, Doctor, why is your stuff always so rubbish? This mist is getting worse. Oh, might help us later. Or help me, at any rate. Don't think poor Tom's going anywhere. There it is again! Zarya! Can you hear it? Zarya, it's coming through the radio now. Surely you can hear it. I... I... We hear it, Chaker. What is it? We don't know, Chaker. Can you try to trace this source? We can try. That's impossible. What did you say, Chaker? Zarya, I think it's coming from down there. Say again, Chaker? I think it's coming from Mars. We heard there might be some protests near the Patriotic War Memorial, so we're tightening the cordon around Whitehall and doubling the number of people stationed on Red Square. I hope that's satisfactory, Commander Sokolov. Oh, I'm quite happy to leave this kind of thing to your discretion, Colonel. You know the city better than I. And I'm grateful for the leeway, sir. Anything else? What? Oh, no, no. <clears throat> Are you looking forward to touchdown, Marston? Touchdown, sir? Phobos. 
is due to touch down on Mars in less than 18 hours. Of course. My apologies. Slipped your mind? I'm rather preoccupied with all this. Indeed. The centenary is placing a substantial burden on all our resources. You've been listening to a Big Finish production. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. Miss. Yes.